We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. One. Yo, 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 yo. Yo. What's good, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of MDH TV. Live and in fact, coming back at you. You know, I think we're on like episode 36 or something like that. We're in the upper 30s. So it's really uh coming along, really developing. I'm glad uh you know to see the growth. But uh before we get into all that, how you been, man? I've been good. I've been good. How about you? Keep coming. Well, just so everybody knows, you know, we haven't recorded in a little bit. My man Tommy had COVID, so explain, talk about that. What was that like? You know, I was down with the vid, down bad. I was on my deathbed, man. So, uh, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. It wasn't that bad, to be honest. Like, I had a cough or whatever. I didn't think I even had COVID. I just had a sore throat for like three days. Well, uh, I stayed in like a sorority house for a week or ten days, so that was cool. Like, was there females there? Yeah, but that's like the cool part was uh, <laughs> like they had a nice couch, so like I was just watching TV and stuff. Like I wasn't even sleeping in my room; I was sleeping on the couch. Yeah, have you heard about? Uh, I I saw a post like they they might be ending the mask mandate. In some places on the 31st of March. Yeah, they uh, just implemented, we got to wear a double mask uh, here. <laughs> so, yeah, they said that they, they said that at my job too. But I, I heard like places like Texas, some places down south. Or I heard, I either heard that or that like federally they're going to end it the 31st. And then it's just going to be up to the states on like whether they want to implement it or not. I hope yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think COVID will last past this summer mm -hmm. since Biden's in office. I I don't want him to look bad. You know what I mean? Did you see uh, we bombing Syria now? No. Nah. Yeah. Why? So who knows? But <laughs> <laughs> we bombing Syria. We just uh, bombed them yesterday. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, Biden supporters, that's what we're doing. Uh, bombing brown people because they don't live here and speak our language. How do you feel about um about school right now? Is it going good? I mean, honestly, I'm kind of like, I mean, I'm not anxious at all. I wish I was anxious. Like, I need to feel, I should have the feeling of being anxious because uh, I don't really have that many assignments. Like most of my homework is just reading. So 
like I think all four of my classes are three out of the four. Like all the grade is basically is two exams, the midterm and final. Mm-hmm. So like, I think I gotta take those in the next two or three weeks. So like, I mean, I'm not tripping because none of my classes are hard. Yeah. And they're all open note and stuff, like the test. Like, I've been kind of taking notes. I wasn't taking notes for real when I was uh, in quarantine. I wasn't really doing nothing when I was in quarantine, to be honest. The, uh, like, yeah, I'm not too worried. How about you? How you feel about school? Remember I said, yeah, I'm going to try to go hard this whole semester. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but niggas been going hard in the gym though, so you feel me? It was like a trade-off from one of these. Yeah. So you feel me? And I've been going hard with skateboarding too. So that's what's up. Like today was my first day getting back to skating. Mm-hmm. Cause it's been snow everywhere. So like it was like a nice day, or at least nice for up here. Like it was like 40 or 50 degrees, which that is literally a sunny day in Pennsylvania. Like that's one of their hot that's days. Like, that's like us too. I mean, that's a cool day. No, nah, in Vegas, like... Oh, in Reno. Oh, oh, you mean Reno. I was about to say, Vegas is like... Hell no. Like 70, 80. But, um, yeah, so I went to the skate park. Bro, it was my first day. It was my first day back on a skateboard in, like, probably two weeks, to be so honest. Like, actually riding. Mm. I was bombing the hills. I got a wheel bike. I ate it. Like four people, and one of the people knew me. She was like, "Tommy, are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, bro, I'm good." But I wasn't even tripping because I it didn't hurt. It looked like I know it looked like it hurt, but it really didn't hurt because you know I did my not roll. But uh, I went to the park, fell there like super bad. So I was trying to go up, uh, like you know how people wall ride. Like yeah. the, how it goes into a ramp and then it's just a straight wall. Mm-hmm. I was trying to do that. And I got pretty high on it the one before. So I was trying to do it again. Oh, and I'm going to send you this video. I like Ali the, like, you know, like the humps, like that. Like the waves type? Nah, not like a pump track. Just like, oh, it's like a hump, just one. Uh, yeah. Oh, but. Yeah, kind of. I think I, yeah. I think. Like, like, you know, you got to pump up. It's like a pump track, just one of them now. Mm-hmm. I, I lead, uh, like, over it, kind of. I was kind of high, low-key. Not really, but. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was going up, like, the ramp thing, and my board flew up in front of me. So, like, I was literally, like, 90 degrees. My butt was like where my back was and I flew straight on the ground. That shit kind of hurt. Yeah, but I, I noticed like, since I started, I started skating like every other day because I don't skate after work. That shit is just, that shit's hard. So, but I noticed like, I low-key got better when I skate. Like it feels better when I do tricks every other day. And I yeah. feel like I'm progressing faster when I skate every other day rather than every day. Which was weird to me. Yeah, like, I couldn't ollie for the longest. Like, I couldn't ollie for real this entire month until today, until I went to the skate park. Mm -hmm. But, uh, 
like when I went to a skate park, I was feeling like that kind of just because like I was trying to do a nose manny into a nolly shove, which my nolly shoves are like low-key kind of they're not nice, but like they're like consistent. But uh That's a hard trick. Nah, low nah, they're not even that hard. Low key, I like them better than regular. I for sure like them better than uh French shows, but I like them better than fake. I mean regular shows. That shit's hard to me. I hate doing those. I tried to do it the other day, and like I landed with my back foot on the tail, and it like popped up and hit me in my gooch. Oh, for real? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Bro, yeah. I was trying to rock the fakey, and the tail kept hitting my ankle. That's Bro, like that was so irritating. Almost. How did it hit your ankle? Or maybe I wasn't rock. No, no, I was trying to do the wall ride. Oh. And like I would jump off, and it would just oh, come yeah. right down. Like my ankle still hurts from that. When I was at the skate park, because it was my first time going to the skate park out here, I think I went two days ago, and them dudes were so good, like. It reminded me of how cold these niggas are out here. Bro, for like, real. This dude warmed up with, damn, what'd he do? I think he did a nolly back tail, 270 out. 270 the hard way out. I was like, bro, what? Yeah, this dude, like, he was trying to hit a, like, an axle grind on, like, the bar on the gate. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like, how Mason Silva, like, he hit that bar on the gate, like, and I think it was in his Nike SB part last year, and, like, he ollied up into, like, the middle of the gate, 50 50 and then I, a dude was trying to do that shit, and I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, honestly, I've been skating a whole lot of flat ground, just because, like, I I don't be feeling like going to the skate park. I'll be tired. Cause I started going to like I started going to the gym twice a day now. Yeah. Yeah. So my fucking my body be like, bro, you gotta chill. I was oh, they're opening like the gym over here. Like oh, they've eased restriction or they're easing restrictions. So like now we're allowed to go into other people's dorm. Oh wow. Yeah, we wasn't first. We wasn't. First. We not neither. Oh, y'all not? Yeah. yeah. So we're allowed to do that. And um, yeah, that's pretty much the only thing that changed. <laughs> they said we got to start wearing two masks. I was like, okay. <laughs> no, I don't have to get tested anymore for the rest of the semester, though, because since I have COVID, I'm like immune for the rest of the semester, I guess. So. That's what's up. Yeah, they said I don't have to quarantine or nothing. I was like, oh, that's lit. I should have got COVID earlier. Like, I know. 10 bad days for a free semester? Yeah. Do they uh do they got like a heavy bag in the gym? I don't know. I honestly just want to live. I like feel mushy. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to live too. Cause like when I go during the day, that's what I do. But I'll be like, bro, that's just so boring to me. Like, I to put, yeah, I have to put something on to watch in order to like live. I mean, honestly, if you just go in for like thirty to forty-five minutes and like get a real like lift in, like you'll be straight. But the thing is, my warm up is like twenty minutes. 
I be lifting for it like every time I go to the gym. Oh, cause I be I do like jump rope and I stretch hella. But like I mean, lifting weights isn't bad. It's just like like I have more fun doing other shit. You feel me? If that makes sense. Like it feels like I'm actually like working out when I'm lifting weights. Like you're trying to like learn how to beat a motherfucker ass. Yeah, kick a nigga in his face. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Exactly. Type shit, type shit, type shit. Yeah. Anyways, are you? Uh, what's up with Naruto? I'm on episode like 152, I think. Damn, you pretty far. Yeah, some crazy stuff. I'm at Pain Jirai Nod. Uh, I don't want to talk about Naruto now because you don't spoil some shit. What episode yeah. are you? I'm on like 3:30 something. Yeah. <laughs> but you always accidentally spoil some shit, so. Bro, nah. Nah. <laughs> but uh, somebody had sent me a post and was like, we should talk about this on the pod. So this would be a good thing to talk about. It was Mr. Potato Head and Mr. Oh, yeah. Potato. <laughs> Mrs. Uh-huh. Potato Head are like, I guess, non-gender specific now. Yeah, they're just Potato Head. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, do what you want, like. I wasn't playing with that anyways. My kids wasn't going to play for it. You didn't play with Mr. Potato Head? I mean, I don't think I have one. I might have, but... I have one. My thing is, like, is it that big a deal? Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, I guess I see what they're trying to do. Like, I'm just speaking from the mindset of I'm not injecting my opinion on the situation into it at all. I'm just speaking like logically i understand why they did it mm-hmm. they're trying to push their agenda or whatever i don't agree with the agenda i think it's pretty ridiculous but uh i don't know like it is what it is like my kids is not going to be playing with it regardless so make it non-gender specific if you want it's just a potato at the end of the day so like <laughs> I know it's like was they having sex in the first place? Like yeah, like I they thought really... like, they're making it so complicated. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't think anybody was looking at it like Mr. Potato Head was an actual boy, an actual man that like had a penis and like injecting. No, I'm not gonna get too deep into it. <laughs> but like, but like that's like the same thing with SpongeBob. It's like yeah, SpongeBob was a sponge. Them they, like they don't have sex with other sponges under the sea. Well, like, but I also dude, get though. Like, yeah, like why he gotta be gay? Who's like he's a sponge. <laughs> like he's one. He looked like he came from some cookies because his parents yeah. look like cookies. But they do. Also, I'm pretty sure they're just some old sponges. That's but. funny as fuck though when you think about it. That they look like that, like an old sponge. Like nasty, but yeah. even like, are his parents like? Do they know he's gay? Are they gonna make an episode where he comes out? They should. At this point, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go yeah. half, you gotta go all the way. You feel exactly. Me? Gotta, like, yeah. I'd respect yeah. it more if there was like a backstory on like. Yeah, me too. Like, don't just come out and be like. Oh yeah, SpongeBob's gay now. Like exactly. Explain how he's gay now. Like did something happen to him? Was he born in place? Exactly. Did he like 
was this a plan all along? Because if it was a plan all along, I respect it. Because that means, like, because this show was made like definitely wasn't. But if it was, (laughs) if it was, and I'd be like, okay, that's cool. But if y'all just pulled this out y'all ass to cater to one specific community, then that's they're trying. They just virtue signaling. You know, they're trying to seem like they care about all these, you know, societal issues. In reality, like they just care about saving face. Like Mm -hmm. that's like a lot of companies. Yeah, you look at Nike. Uh, really any big pharma yeah we can go to big pharma their whole thing is about saving lives and healing you and whatever but the stuff they do either gets you addicted to some harmful stuff or is literally just slowly killing you it's some poison so like they're just trying to save face they just want to seem like they're doing good and they're not at all yeah at all Uh, did you see Oh, wait, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to see, did you see uh, Young Pharaoh? He got uh, uninvited from the CA or CPAC, whatever. I don't know. DPA. The Conservative Conference. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. And, like, because I watched his, like, his rationale behind it and, like, what he Oh, you watched the video? I was watching that before we just got on. Yeah, I didn't watch all of it, but I watched, like, a good portion of it. And I was like, yeah, like, what he's saying is true. Like, all he did was state his opinion and say he doesn't believe in whatever religion and he doesn't he doesn't think it's true. So, I, was, I mean, I don't feel like you should get banned for that. I don't even feel like that's disrespectful. Like, we yeah. sit up here and I feel like as Americans, we sit up here and kind of diss Middle Eastern. Um, yeah, I mean, we like literally Middle- drop in bombs on them right now. But, like, even, like, we make fun of Middle Eastern, like, Family Guy, and I'm not sensitive. I'm just saying, like, this is just an example. Family Guy has made countless jokes about Middle Eastern people, and it's, like, no, like, they didn't get banned from anything. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, uh, it was crazy because in the live stream he did, there was a part he burned up where it was, like, the chair of the conservative conference literally said basically the same thing he said about like how he thinks George Soros is uh, basically a terrorist or whatever. And uh, like he was talking about the religion of Judaism, but he's a white guy. And like, he's the chair of the entire conference, but young Pharaoh got banned. So he was like, that's racist and shit like that, which I mean, like, it really just goes to show you like, one dude's the chair, the other dude gets like banned from the entire thing and they have the same viewpoint. So like, it goes to show that racism like is real and definitely, but I don't know. I thought it was funny that he got, can- I knew it was, it was some stuff like, when I heard he got canceled, I was like, I didn't even know he was talking at it. I, yeah, I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, I never heard of it. <laughs> but it also showed me like you literally can't even say you disagree with something nowadays yeah without it being a problem like like it's one thing to bash something and be like yeah like that's terrible that's bad but it's another thing like that's just not for me and i don't mess with it and but if if you say that now you're a bigot and you're just as bad as a person who's bashing it for real 
Like exactly. hard to sit up it's here like, and be like nowadays, uh you either gotta be if you're you're either on the same side or you're the enemy, you know? Like nowadays, if you're not with me, you're against me automatically. Like you can't play middle ground or you can't just wanna be on your own. Like you have to, or at least in the societal setting with all this mainstream media and stuff. Of course, if you don't care about what people think, which I know most of, I hope at least most of the people listening to this don't care what people think because me and Andre definitely don't care what people think. But uh, if you like care about societal, your societal perception and like how people view you and this and that and your social media image and all that, then you have to pick one side or the other. And sometimes you don't get to have an opinion. Not even sometimes you don't get to have an opinion. You just have to follow whatever wave, whatever trend is going at that moment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's it's like I remember during the riots um about the George Floyd, like a lot of the posts were like, if you're not doing anything, you're part of a problem or you're part of the problem. And I was like, some of these people just really don't want to be involved with that stuff. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of just middle-aged white people who don't want to get out there and protest and get out there and riot. Not because yeah. they don't, not because they don't care, but just because like me personally, I wasn't going out in the Vegas heat and doing nothing. Exactly. So I, no, I'm no, glad. So like, yeah, no forty-year-old white dude was finna do that. They would yeah. die in that sun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Young Pharaoh. But like. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Like, you can't just mind your own business or you can't just, like, turn your cheek no more to problems. You got to face it and got to act like you really want to advocate for it. Even though, like, the people who really, like, advocate and advertise on social media like they care, they're not really doing nothing about it. Like, the social justice warriors, the the people that are posting all this the stuff on Instagram, you know, like, them post the... Uh, uh, you know, black people are oppressed or whatever, whatever, you know, those posts, you know, the pro-black post. Those people do not like black people. Like I've hung out with those people and, you know, I, I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of blackness. I feel like, you know, I'm pretty black, you know, <laughs> even though that doesn't necessarily, oh, and I got to tell you something else, but that, even though that doesn't necessarily have a meaning, which that's going to bring me in this next thing I want to talk about. But uh, I'm, we are, I'm around these people and like, they're not reciprocating anything that I'm about, anything that I'm talking about, the way I'm like, the way I talk. So I'm like, why are you guys over here on Instagram acting like you're the Jesus for black people, but you don't even like how black people act for real. Mm -hmm. But uh, what I wanted to talk to you about is uh, in one of my classes, the Kendrick Lamar class. Now, this, bro, all right, I gotta, I'm gonna preface this a little bit. So this class, uh, it was originally supposed to be taught by two professors. One of them was a black woman and the other's a white male. Now, something happened with the black woman. I don't know like where she's at, but she's not teaching the class. So the white male is teaching him by himself. And the name of the class is Kendrick Lamar and the meaning of being black. So it's essentially a white dude teaching a class about the meaning of being black, which I mean, I don't really care. 
But I think that in his mind, he now feels like he has to be overly woke to not yeah. offend anybody and not <laughs> step on any toes. Yeah. So like I noticed like he has a sheet of paper and he'll look down at it. And I know it has his notes and stuff, which is cool, but I guarantee you that there's words, big ass words on that piece of paper. Cause when he looks down at it, he'll take like a long pause, look down and look back up like this and be like, just say like six big words for no reason that don't have nothing to do with the conversation. Like, you know, when you just trying to be overly intellectual and you yeah. just say the biggest words, you know, and they don't even make sense together. He was doing stuff like that. So, uh, but he asked this question in one class. He was like, is Kendrick Lamar the symbol of uh, black religion? And I was like, how can Kendrick Lamar be the symbol of black religion if he's one person? Like that's one dude's opinion. And yeah, yeah he touches on Christianity and, and the uh, Muslim religions, but to say that one person and what he's about amounts to like an entire race is wrong. Yeah. And then I said that he was like, okay. Anybody else got any other? Because <laughs> I was like, bro, that statement was just racist. What you said. That's the craziest thing. People will, be, will try and be so woke that they're actually subliminally being racist and don't. Yeah. Even it's like they try so hard to like expect, like relate to black people or try to like have like thought provoking conversations, but it's like, bro, you really like dissing me on the low. And you really yeah. kind of generalize in all of us. Like, because exactly. that's what I don't like is like, Black people are literally put into this like Bob. separate little category. And it's only happening more as we progress or as we digress, rather. <laughs> They're just putting us in these this little box and saying, this is all Black people. When the reality, like, like we've said multiple times, we're all humans. Like, we all have different, whether you Black, White, or whatever we all have different values we all have different ideas we have different interests like that doesn't make sense to just say that all black people are this way or even a group of black people because we're all different we're all individuals yeah. like even brothers and sisters have different ideas so why wouldn't people who have who are just the same skin color have different yeah. ideas even even identical twins have different yeah. ideas different styles it's like and you know that's not I wouldn't even, that's like an American thing, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's just a human thing, you know, making, putting things in categories to make them easier to understand because like people, they're not like, or at least, you know, growing up, it was, the term was Mexican. It wasn't Hispanic. And then we would, I remember like, we would call a, a Hispanic person Mexican. And they'd be mad. like, I'm not Mexican. And they'd be oh, mad. And we'd be like, why the fuck is they mad? You look <laughs> fucking mad. And now it's like, you don't realize how like ignorant you are to some things until like you step out of the environment that you're in and like out of the mindset mm -hmm. that you have. And I think that's like a bunch of people in America, they're stuck in this ever like lasting, you know, paradox matrix of things that everybody's being stereotyped and categorized as a, in a certain way. So yeah. it's 24 seven like that. So nobody really gets the chance to step outside of their own 
their own body, step outside of their own mindset and really experience things for what there is. So I think that's why the more time progresses and like you said, we're really digressing as a society, but the more time that goes on, we're just becoming more and more polar to each other because we don't know each other truly. We're just all trying to become one types of people, but we're not one types of people. We're all different types of people living in the same place. And we need to, we need to really sit down and try and figure out how to balance that instead of just trying to act like, oh, it's nothing. Cause it is something. Yeah. Instead of like, instead of trying to force black and white people together, like how they're doing now, we need to start not forcing, but start putting individuals together regardless of their skin color. Cause like, exactly. if you just make it a race thing, it's never possible to bring people together because each race has people in it that are very different and very exactly. similar to the other. So like, that doesn't make sense to just be like, okay, cause they're black. They, they, it's like, it's, it's like the label thing that we talked about. Like, you know how we said, like, we don't want labels put on us. And if it is, we want it to be human being first because exactly. that's what we are. And we've just, we've lost that, that like that idea that we're all just humans. Cause now yeah. we're, now we're either black athletes, nerds, students, workers, which is again, exactly. all labels that are placed and then generalizing and marginalizing all of us. Exactly. And it's like, once you realize this, you, you, you got to live with the duality to life. Like you got to know and re recognize that all these labels people are putting onto you, they don't really mean nothing. They're not true. But at the same time, once you, <laughs> once you realize that, you know, then you can play the game and know the game is skewed. If you know the game is skewed, then you know how to play the game. You know how to win because you know that it's already skewed a certain way. So what I mean by that is, if you know that they're already going to stereotype you, use that to your, your advantage. I know that probably most of the stuff that I'm getting right now college-wise is because I'm Black and they need to fill a diversity quota. Now, since I know that, I can use that to my advantage and try and do whatever I can to do, which I may be beating out people that might be better skill-wise to me and they might just be because of the color of my skin. If you know the rules of the game, try and use them to your advantage. If you're a pretty girl, use that to your advantage. You don't gotta, you know, stop at all the, the red lights at all the doors and all the ugly people. Why would you do that? You <laughs> yeah. know, use your skill sets and what you have to your advantage. Because um, like I wanted to tell, I was gonna talk, I'm gonna talk to you a little more about this when we get off, but uh oh wait, are you about to change subjects? Huh? Are you about to change subjects? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. let me let me say something real quick. So like how you said like use that to your advantage. I agree with that and I want to add something like I know me personally, I don't look like an intelligent person. Like I have blonde hair, I'm white skin. We all know like what niggas say about light skin. But <laughs> that's why like I use it to surprise people into like they're like, "Oh. Like, oh, you're kind of smart." Like every single teacher that I've had and I'm sure Tommy you can agree like in high school they're all like, wow, like I didn't expect you to be this smart or expect you to be this good of a writer. So it's like you almost blow their top off more than if you were a person that looks smart or looks intelligent or looks like they care about school or whatever. 
Yeah, exactly. Because it's like they're expecting less of you already. So mm -hmm. if you go in there just being yourself, yeah. you already doing more than what they expected. And that's a good thing because like, like me personally, and you know, you have to do this with life. Like I don't do this based off of like what people look like or or how people act, but stereotypes sometimes they're correct. Like most of the time they're correct. I'm gonna be honest. Like I have doormates and roommates and stuff where I'm treating, I'm just going to them like meeting them, talking to them as a human being. But once like they tell me stuff about them and the stuff they do, I can look think of a label and be like, yeah, you're acting just like that label. So I'm not saying go out labeling everybody or anybody. Don't do that. But recognize that there are labels. And once you recognize them, you can use those labels to your advantage. Use the cards that you're dealt to your advantage. It's like people always try and say uh, white people and black people, they don't start at the same starting point. Well, I'm not bitching and moaning about starting maybe three miles behind y'all because I'm three miles stronger now that we have the same page. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm not going to be mad at somebody who was starting off three miles ahead of me for them using the tools that they had. I'm not going to be that mad at somebody who is white and that's lit or not even white. Let's take the, the race and color out of it. I'm not going to be mad at somebody who lives in a wealthy community and comes from a wealthy family Mm -hmm. that they're utilizing their resources, that they can leave the country when something bad happens, that they have money to do X, Y, and Z or whatever. I'm not going to be mad at them because they're using the cards that they have. Exactly. Like, I feel like so much in this country, people are mad at people that have stuff that they don't. And it's like, why do you care so much about somebody that has something that you don't instead of just worrying about what you have, because at the end of the day, what they have doesn't affect you unless you let it. Yeah, I had this conversation yesterday. It was like one of those late night, like car conversations, right? And I was like, cause like, it, like people have been telling me like, I'm like the chillest person, like the like least to get mad that they've, that they've met. And like, I was like, because I'm so thankful of like the little shit that I have that like, other shit doesn't bother me. You feel me? Like I've gotten, I've gotten three tickets in the last like five days, just parking tickets on some bullshit and lost my AirPods. But I was like, you know, <laughs> which sounds pretty bad, but I was like, you know what? Like niggas got a car to get a parking ticket. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. niggas could have had a walk up here or, you know, I had AirPods forever long and then I just lost them. You feel me? So yeah. You got to be thankful for what you got, whether, I mean, even if you feel like you have nothing, like you still have so much more, especially if you're in America, you still have so much more than probably like 80%, no, not 80. Yeah, like 70% of the rest of the world and you don't, like, you're not even thankful for it. But just because you have somebody else's stuff in your face that you could see every day through like Instagram and Facebook. So you're, I mean, yeah, you do have that bait in your face, but you also got hella food behind you that you need to eat. Exactly. It's like, and this reminds me of when we were on the, when we did the Valentine's Day pod, mm -hmm. because literally the day after that, the day after Valentine's Day, um, 
I went on Twitter and a tweet was like, I forgot who it was, but it was like blank one Valentine's Day. And you know how we was talking about how everybody tries to make everything a contest. So yeah. I'm like, these people are literally on Twitter saying that a certain person won Valentine's Day. <laughs> how the fuck do you win Valentine's Day? Was it a competition to begin with? I thought it was just a day for one person or for two people to express their love to each other, mm-hmm. which there shouldn't even be a designated day for that shit in the first place. But now y'all are like, oh, I lost Valentine's Day because so-and-so over there, millions of, or not millions, hundreds and thousands of miles away from me, uh, they got something a little better than what I got in my home. Exactly. Like, y'all don't, y'all are so busy looking at other people, y'all can't appreciate what y'all have. Yeah, and that's why, like, I changed, like, like, I think I unfollowed, like, every, or close to every, I think I follow, like, two celebrities. I mean, I follow, like, like, MMA fighters and, like, skateboarders, because, like, that's, that's motivation. But other than that, I don't follow celebrities no more, because, like, I don't need to see the, the, the shit that they have, because, exactly. I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not invincible, like, yeah, I'm gonna look at that shit and wish I had it, because, like, that's cool to have, like, niggas just pulled up with a with a Lambo, like, that's, I mean, I don't want a Lambo. That was just an example, but yeah, you feel like I had to, like, take a break and be like, yeah, like, I can't be looking at this shit all the time because it's going to, especially because I'm trying to save money now, too. On some game stuff. Yeah, it's like. You know, wrapping up. And it's like, people, they're so busy caught up with uh celebrities they can't even enjoy their own life and like be happy in their own life because they're so busy looking at that life and like oh i wish i was in the nba or oh i wish i had a yacht oh i wish i lived in la oh i wish i lived in new york well nancy you have a nice little house or even an apartment you have a shelter a roof over your head you got a TV, cable, internet, a phone, a computer. What do you, why do you need a boat? Exactly. You don't even know how to swim. So like, you why get, do you want to find you yourself? ocean sickness. Exactly. Like, you don't know the first thing about sailing. You only want a boat because they got a boat. Exactly. It's like adults are more childish than children. Literally. Yeah. Adult, adults is more, is more the ones like, I want that, I want that, I want that. More than kids. Because at least kids want toys and shit that they going to actually use. If you buy a kid any toy, they're going to play with it. Exactly. You, I mean, adults will get some shit, play with it, or use it for two days and then just forget about it. Exactly. AKA fucking treadmills and ellipticals. Bro, like literally my mom, she bought a bike, just not use it. I'm like, <laughs> what do you, and then she bought like a stationary bike and she uses it sometimes. But she was talking about like getting another machine. I'm like, you have all this stuff you don't use. Facts. It's like so many people, everybody is low key a hoarder if you think about it, because you have stuff that you do not need and you think that you need it, but you really don't need nothing except your yourself. Like low key? I think sometimes I'm a hoarder. Like I like yeah, to. Hoard I like to hold on to things for like that um 
like sentimental value so I could look back on it and be like, damn, like I remember that. But also, I'm also like, I don't buy a lot of things. I don't like go out and get a lot of things. Like I'm one of those people that will use some shit until like it's fucking, it, it can't be used no more. But back on that uh, sentimental value tip, mm -hmm. like I used to be like one of those two, but I thought about it and I was like, it's only given, I'm the only value it has is the value that I'm giving it. Like it doesn't have no true value. Like I can look at this chain or whatever and be like, oh, this means so much to me. I'm gonna just make some stuff up. This yeah. means so much to me because my great grandfather gave it to me and you know, whatever, protection or whatever. But in reality, it's just a chain. You know, I'm putting all of that onto it. I can remember my grandfather and whatever and like his spirit on by myself, by my own memory of him. People like to attach memories and feelings and emotions to objects when in reality, everything that you're attaching to it is something that you can just hold on to yourself. You don't need that physical thing to have that as an attachment, you know, to remember somebody as. Facts. Or get that shit tattooed. That way you'll never forget it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you should do that shit. I'm about but, to get... Uh, nah, I, I keep saying I'm about to. Like, in a couple months, I'm about to. Get what? The, uh, I'm going to get this, this finished, for sure. The whole thing? Not my whole arm, just oh. the whole half sleeve. What you going to get? Wait, didn't you say, like, the pyramid... Yeah, I'm going to get uh, Cobra, uh, Pharaoh, uh, the Pyramids, the Sphinx, and the Oberius, which is a dragon eating its tail. I'm going to get the yin-yang inside of that. Bro, I'm getting, the, uh, I'm getting a crow in March when I go back to Vegas. I'm going to get a crow on my bicep on this part. Uh, bro. Yeah. You know what the, the fucking tattoo dude said? He was trying to be slick as fuck. He was like, he was like, I was like, yeah, I just wanted on my bicep. He was like, well, it's gonna cost 280 because you got big arms. I was like, nigga, you trying to compliment me so I could fucking so I'm cool with paying that much. But I might just do 280 because that's not, I guess that's not too bad. I don't want to spend 500 on. I know it's gonna be like seven or eight, but seven or eight hundred? Probably. I don't know if, cause I'll really sit in one session and get all of this done, but it's probably take like at least, at the very least, it'll take at least four hours, four or five. Yeah, then you should get like, that should be like 400, 500. Oh, that's straight. Yeah, cause the dude that was gonna do mine, he was charging 400 for a six hour session. Oh. So that, yeah, that's definitely not like, unless you go to a shop, them niggas be taxing. Oh yeah, I do go to shop. Oh yeah, um, them niggas might tax you up for that one. Yeah, I just got uh, offered this work study position. Hey. Or, yeah, I had an interview for it this morning, and they emailed me back. I was like, we love the conversation we had with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, I'll tell them about modern day hippies and stuff. But I've been like talking to my counselor about being an entrepreneurship minor. And like, there's this program that Lehigh does for startups. So I was thinking about 
and you can do it too. Like you don't have to be a Lehigh student to do it. But uh, so yeah, we can talk a little more about that. You know, just a little sneak peek for y'all. Yeah. But um. You know what? We can we 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 doing the shirts. Yeah, yeah. I emailed uh the people about it, so they should be getting back to me soon. I emailed them and they emailed me back. I didn't realize for a week, so I emailed them back a couple of days ago. They should be getting back to me soon. Yeah, bro. And there's no reason why they shouldn't, to be honest. But um, yeah, man. Nice little short podcast, potty yeah. pod. You feel me? About to go to New Jersey with Jack. Yeah. Tell yeah. Uh, Jack off McGee I said what's up. All right. Well, I got to get all the way down to the bottom of campus. I don't have my – if I had my skateboard, I could do it. I don't have it. It's in Jack's apartment. But, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. What? Oh, you got to walk? Oh, yeah. Huh, so sorry. Why can't he pick you up? He actually probably can. Let me just ask him. But uh, yeah, y'all. So we got a lot of shit coming on the way. Love y'all. Peace. Yeah. Uh, take care of yourselves. Smile. Be positive, and you know, have a wonderful rest of. Is it still winter, or is it about to be spring? I don't know. Have a wonderful whatever day you think it is, because we're not going off no. Don't go off nobody calendar except your own. Yeah. You feel me? Live on your own time, not nobody else's. Yeah. Mic drop. Game.